0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber, or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. On the line Gay and lesbian news and interviews with Dean Beck.
1: Made in Melbourne for Australia and the world.
0: You are with Dean Beck on the line. And uh, we've heard from Tennille just before that we've got the lovely uh, Paul Zara and we've got Carlotta as Midsummer Champions for 2016. Well, someone who is a former Midsummer Champion and might be able to give them a few words of advice. He's also, in uh, 2014, the Victorian nominee for Australian of the Year. He's an ambassador for the Alana and Medellin Foundation. He's CEO of Retail World Recruitment. And... He's a Midsummer board member. John Caldwell, thank you very much for joining us here on Joy. Well,
1: thank you very much. I'm exhausted
0: just hearing that. Yeah, me too. Now, (laughs) now, uh, as someone who has been a champion for Midsummer, uh, tell us uh, what it is that you would advise these very important people in our community.
1: Very easy. Run. Run while you still can. (laughs) No, I joke. I joke. It was probably one of... uh, For me, it was one of the most special things I've done, actually, um, because... I I guess I do a lot of work behind the scenes to try and uh, and fight for equality, but to be able to stand up in front of my peers uh, and talk about my passion was was quite exceptional. Um, And I actually work on Studio 10 with Carlotta from time to time and I've already given her some tips on it. I think the biggest thing for them is... um, to not underestimate the emotion that will come from this. So I went into a quite cool, calm and collected thinking, well, I do public speaking all the time. But suddenly when you're on that stage in front of all these people who, uh, many of them that I admire as well, and they're looking up to you for, for words of wisdom, it's a very emotional journey to go on.
0: It certainly is. And, and the speeches that took place uh, in your year were uh, ones that connected, yours and Karen Phelps's, were tremendous speeches. They're going to be hard to top.
1: Karen Phelps is one of the, the best speeches I've ever heard on, on the issue of equality. She's also one of the best speakers I've ever heard on equality and probably the most informed person. So uh, definitely hard to top. But look, we're talking about two people that have had their own journeys and, and Carlotta uh, in my mind particularly a very emotional journey and and such a brave one from so long ago. So Um, I think we should, well we are honoured to to have her participating and uh, I'm quite blown away that she's there this
0: year. Oh, such a pioneer, such a pioneer. Equally, Paul Zarrow, who's uh, in his own sense a pioneer uh, in the corporate world, it's great to have someone from that arena profiled as well.
1: It is great. I think what's great about it particularly is that we're seeing this, I mean, you know, Midsummer's all about... um, Diversity, And we're seeing this massively diverse group of people coming through and supporting us and speaking up. And you're right. I mean, the corporate world is quite vicious. And, uh, and, and there are a lot of people back in my corporate days, myself inclusive, that are just too scared to come out. Um, but, but to have Paul, who has, as you say, been a pioneer as well in the corporate world Really fantastic to have him on that stage this year
0: Now, John Corwell, I haven't had the opportunity until now To publicly congratulate you on your efforts during the Midwinter Ball uh, And because of that, uh, we are in a very sound position financially For Midsummer uh, moving forward it's, it's really exciting to have that stability
1: Really exciting, Gene. One of the reasons I actually uh, was was really uh, many reasons, but one of the main reasons I was happy to join the summer board was after seeing how little we raised from the community last year over over the festival and particularly at Carnival. Um, and I don't think a lot of people realised how little we raised and, and how little people contributed. And I don't think it's through lack of wanting to. Um, I just don't think people... It was at the forefront. So for me, it was very important to get on board and do something to, to put Midsummer in a very strong financial position um, because it's an organisation that we can't live without. I, I really believe that. It makes such a difference in people's lives. Um, And now this year, I guess I'm handing that baton back to the community and saying we need their support this year to to really dig deep. Uh, Donate at Carnival. The buckets are going around. And I think sometimes we walk past those and not give it much thought. But those buckets will help midsummer not just continue, but to get better and better every year.
0: Now, I'm so glad that you brought that up because uh, I did throw a bit of a hissy fit last year when uh, we found out that such little money was donated. And it only takes a couple of dollars. You know, if everyone put in a dollar, we'd have hundred grand. I mean, it'd be amazing. So, uh, you know, dig in, put in a couple of dollars, a couple of gold coins, and uh, put in a couple of notes and contribute to the festival. i say
1: it again. Sorry, Dean. I don't think people genuinely didn't want to contribute. I think it's a matter of they came in and didn't have any change and they thought, I'll do it later and then they didn't see a bucket. Or
0: You're very forgiving, John.
1: (laughs) Well, I just want to encourage them this year when they do get the change to go back out of their way and find a bucket and make sure they do because it's
0: really critically important it it certainly is it certainly is now uh you managed to really nail a couple of your uh, corporate sponsors during the midwinter ball uh, you got them to either up the ante and, and commit to more years and you also got a few patrons on board so well done
1: thank you very much and they're all they're all wonderful people and what i love about them is they've all kept in touch and they're all really doing their part But so it wasn't just uh it wasn't just lip service in a, in a function room. All of those sponsors and patrons have really participated, so it's a really great group.
0: Now, you're on the board now, so um, does it feel different to, to from that ambassadorial role to, to the actual nitty-gritty? Um,
1: not really, because I think, as a board, you've got an obligation to, to try and be a leader in the community and to always be putting, I guess, the community first and really working out what it is they need. So... As an ambassador for Midsummer, it was really the same sort of feeling. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I'm happy about the spotlight being taken off
0: from Dean. No, I was wondering about that. Um. I,
1: might, I, might have to, I might have to jump up and crash-tackle Carlotta. Something like, uh, <laughs> now, what are you looking... What's at the end? <laughs> what
0: we'll are you that. looking forward to in this year's programming?
1: Uh, Absolutely, I'm looking forward to seeing Carlotta speak. It's probably something that's going to be a highlight for me and I'm really looking forward to. Um, But I'm really also looking forward to a lot of our sponsors' um, stalls or, as we call them, activations. There's a lot of effort going into this year and a bit of competitiveness amongst them. So I think we're going to see a lot more of an interactive zone over in the stalls this year, um, and I can't wait to see people's reaction to that.
0: Now, uh, have you highlighted any of the actual um, uh, artistic events or activities outside of uh, that that you want to go to? Uh,
1: well, I'm going to go to plenty of them. Obviously, the polo is something I definitely want to go uh, to. Ah, good. Um, I want to... I'm just trying to rejig my schedule, actually, because I didn't see until a was a bit late the, uh, the boat cruise, which I'm desperate to get on.
0: I went on um, that I one year and had
1: a ball well, you better come with me this year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, obviously, Carlotta again, I want to see her. So, um, But the, it's so jam-packed. There's so many events on that, um, I, I mean, you could go every day to something.
0: Now, you are a very busy man. Um, what uh, are you heading up to um, uh, Mardi Gras this year?
1: Uh, I'm still working that, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm in LA covering the Oscars uh, just before that. You're in um, LA so covering I'm, the Oscars? Yes, yes. I'm covering the Oscars again this year. So I'm hoping to be able to get back in time for Mardi Gras, but it's very tight.
0: What else is on your agenda, John? You do everything.
1: I do do everything. I really do. I'm, look, I, I just, I'm just i doing a lot of stuff that I love. I love working in the media. Um, and obviously, focus, my focus in the media is on entertainment. But what that allows me to do by building that profile is when I want to talk about our issues, I have a platform to do that. So... Um, So that's probably been keeping me really, really busy. And and Midsummer, look, I plan on spending a lot more time involved in Midsummer this year. Um, The more time I spend, the more magical I find it and the more wonderful it is. So I I really want to give more and more time to it.
0: Now, uh, your uh, sort of core passion is uh, the anti-bullying, of course, and you're an ambassador for Alana and Madeline. Uh, Free free reign, uh, give a plug to both.
1: Well, I mean, Alana and Madeline Foundation is unbelievable. It's uh, it's protection of children. And if you've flicked on the news in the last two weeks, I think it's probably been two weeks of some of the worst stories That's we've scary. heard of yeah, it's been things happening to children. Um, it, it's scary. It's scary that this is happening, and it's scary that uh, a lot of the times it's at the hands of their own parents. Um, and Alana and Madeline have... So many different programs that they, they look after children with, and um, you know, both in the home and outside of the home. So they do the anti bullying work in the schools. Um, but something as simple as Alana and Madeline have these wonderful things called buddy bags. And what these are is when children in a domestic violent home, children are often plugged out of the home in the middle of the night and they leave mm-hmm. without anything. And having been there as a child, it is the most terrifying experience. When you get to these shelters, Alana and Madeline provide you with a buddy bag, and that's got pajamas, a book a toothbrush, a photo frame. Some of these things that most kids get to take for granted, but to these children, they're really special. Even a teddy bear, um, which a lot of them might not even have teddy bears
0: at And mine. if you're so rescued from a, a terrible situation at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, you're pulled out of there that quick and taken mm-hmm. to a safe place, but you're taken with nothing, you know? Your favourite toy's nothing. gone. Yeah,
1: it's, and it, it honestly is, is a scary time. And, and look, having been a kid in that situation, I have to say, and people find this quite bizarre, that although you're in a household where there's fighting and screaming, and you're watching your mother be belted up, and at some point in this shelter, you think, "I just want to go home." Mm. And going back to that terrible place where that violence is, is is something you want to do because that's where everything you know and love is. Um, so yeah, Alana and Alan do such wonderful work, and and I am super proud to be a part of that organisation as
0: well. Now they've just—is uh, it twenty years? They've launched uh, yes. up. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, of course, Quite incredible. it emerged a lot out of it... a, a tragic situation, but uh, the, the legacy uh, is a good one. Yeah,
1: a lot of people don't realise that Alana and Madeline were the little girls that were killed in the Port Arthur massacre, and their father started the foundation, Walter. Um, he's still very heavily involved and a great friend of mine uh, and another true inspirational person. He has, as you said, turned that tragedy into something so wonderful, helping... Millions of children, not thousands, but millions of children now. So really, really special work.
0: Well, it certainly is, um, and it's a great passion of yours. They've just appointed a new... Have they appointed a new CEO, the former CEO? In the process of in that. The process yeah, process We've of...
1: had Judith Slocum, Dr. Judith Slocum, uh, who's, who's led us for a number of years, and she's fantastic. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is very, very challenging work that we do in this space. As you know, in, in the non-for-profit space, You're always trying to find funds to do the right thing to help these people. And and in this line of of industry, you're dealing with the very worst of human nature as well and seeing the worst things. Um, So it's a a tough gig, and Judith has done a magical job, and we're very sad to be losing her.
0: And uh, Joy94.9's good friend, Neil Mitchell, is uh, always there to support the Alana and Madeline Foundation, As are your good self, John Caldwell. Thank you so much for joining us on the line today and we'll see you at Carnival this weekend. Thank you, Dean Beck. Happy Midsummer. And to you. John Caldwell joining us, their former champion of Midsummer and, of course, Carlotta and Paul Zara are this year's champions of Midsummer 2016. We'll catch them this weekend and join 94.9. We'll be doing live crosses right throughout the day. So stay tuned to us. JOY 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support JOY 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au.